Hello, everybody. Welcome to Take the Stage Coaching Podcast, where I help artists successfully navigate the pressures of their entrepreneurial careers. This is professional certified mindfulness coach Evan Dunn Baritone, and you are listening to episode 84. Is everyone saying no to your singing career? Well, we here at Take the Stage Opera Podcast say toy, toy, toy. Find out what is holding you back so you can stop waiting in the wings and go out and get your standing ovation. There are no forbidden topics here, so get your ticket and find your seat. In Boca Lupo. Hello, hello. It is so great to be with you here today. I'm wondering if any of you are Marvel fans. I have not seen all of the Marvel movies. In fact, until recently, I hadn't even seen very many of them. And um, Hannah and I started watching them in the evenings. And I have to say that I really struggle watching movies where they're like extremely long action scenes, fighting, everything in CGI, and especially ones where like you can knock over a building on top of each other and nobody gets hurt and there doesn't seem to be any risk of them getting hurt. (laughs) And I'm like, why should I even care about these characters or this story that they're trying to tell me? I'm just wondering, do any of you struggle (laughs) with Marvel movies or like similar feelings? And it's not just like an action story. I think that there are some really amazing action stories. Um, Like I really love Lord of the Rings or I can't even think of anything else right now. But there are some really amazing, you know, kind of action-y or even have wars in them, stories that are really great. I just struggle with a lot of films like that. But apparently millions of people love these films and they make buckets of money and so they just keep making them. But I'm just asking, what is the appeal? Well... I happened across a YouTube channel that talks about how movies are made and why some films are more successful than others, not financially successful, just, you know, um, artistically speaking. And um, I've watched a few of this person's videos, learned about some screenwriting things, gotten some ideas for my own acting. I don't know that I agree with every idea um, that this person says, but they just have some thought provoking ideas. And as is usually the case for me, I also got some awesome mindfulness insights that I'd like to share with you today. So buckle up. Today, you are the protagonist of your own story. You're the hero of your movie. And I'm interested to see what type of movie you end up creating for yourself. So let's start by thinking about some of the most amazing characters that have inspired you in your life. Whether from books, movies, operas, plays, etc. I thought of Harry Potter for sure was super huge for me growing up, Luke Skywalker. He's just internationally beloved, I think. And another one that I've been thinking about recently, probably because one of my students um, is uh, doing Little Women, the musical, but I've been thinking about Joe March. And there are so many others. Those are just a few that popped into my head. But I want to describe these characters briefly. And I want you to think about which type of character you'd like to be in your own story or like which story you would want to live. (laughs) So Joe March from Little Women 
is known for having an explosive temper and being wildly independent. She lives kind of in this tornado of passion and excitement. And she makes tons of mistakes. And as she grows up, she has to kind of deal with some of those mistakes and realize she actually wants to slow down and be a little more intentional than she thought. Um, Harry Potter, he is an interesting character because he doesn't really have any special magic abilities at first. Like he struggles in classes and he struggles socially. He's moody and he's kind of trying to deal with all of that. And he fumbles around trying to figure out how the world works. And as he grows up and I'm like, you know, I don't really want to be like Harry Potter. Exactly. I mean, that's kind of a rough existence. And also Joe March, like so emotional, trying to figure it out, all those mistakes. And what about Luke Skywalker? He actually kind of starts out as quite a whiny guy. He longs for adventure, but he doesn't really have the guts to go out and get it. He's a skilled pilot, which is true. But when it comes to learning the force, he struggles to figure it out, makes lots of mistakes. He goes into battle and gets beaten. And... um you know, it takes a while for him to become that cool, confident, calm guy that faces Vader at the end. And I'm like, you know what? That's also way too much drama for me. <laughs> um, I'd like a little easier, simple path. Um, but And while we're talking about Star Wars, I do want to bring up one other character. This character might be the character for me. I don't know. Let's see what you think. Um, this character is Ray from the newest trilogy. And from the very beginning of the movie, it seems like she can do everything right the first time. Sure, I mean, we know from her past that she lost her parents and all of that. But, you know, as soon as the movie starts, it's like, oh, she can fly any ship. She can pick up a lightsaber and fight someone who's been training for years and hold her own. She can fix the Millennium Falcon better than Han Solo, who literally has been flying the Millennium Falcon for decades. And Rey is perfectly well-liked. She has perfect morals. She's always doing the right thing. Everything seems to be kind of easy for her. And if I were to be any of these characters, I'd probably want to be her. She gets all of the excitement, but it doesn't seem like she has to work too hard to get it. <laughs> and I'm wondering what type of char character would you like to be? Wouldn't it be nice if you could just choose to be like Ray? Well, um, this brings me to a term that I learned as I've been learning about films recently, and the term is Mary Sue. And Mary Sue is what you would call someone it originated in a fan fiction um, when um, like someone would write a character that has no flaws learns everything easily has very few struggles to overcome everyone likes them they can accomplish impossible feats in other words someone kind of like Ray it describes a character who seems really good on paper but sometimes can fall flat in a story because we as people watching them don't relate to that very well. And now I know you can def you can definitely debate some ways that Ray isn't a Mary Sue. I'm just giving this as a possible example. It doesn't really make sense, you know, as a person watching this character, that they'd be able to accomplish all the things that they do very easily. 
And so sometimes a story with a Mary Sue character, it can become one dimensional and it can fall flat. So being a Mary Sue really isn't a good thing as far as writing a character goes. And I just need to clarify that this term, Mary Sue, also in some cases has become a negative and sexist term for any female character. And that's not what I'm talking about. In fact, the term Mary Sue really can be applied to a character of any gender. So going back to my heroes that I mentioned, none of those characters, um, Joe March, Luke Skywalker, Harry Potter, are Mary Sues. I don't think anyone would consider them that. They have to struggle. They have to fail. They get defeated over and over. They work hard, 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 and eventually they learn to persevere. And we'll come back to this. I just want to talk about some implications for you, but I also want to bring up one more thing I learned about storytelling that's important before we do that. So I saw a video that compared two other characters, the villains of Darth Vader and Kylo Ren. They are obviously the antagonists for Luke and Rey, respectively, and they also help to determine how successful the stories come across for protagonists. And it's funny because Hannah actually was reading through my notes and what I was planning to talk about. And she actually really disagrees with this perspective about um, Darth Vader and Kylo Ren. And so um, even though I know there's going to be differing opinions on the subject, I'm sure you could get a bunch of Star Wars nerds together and they would all talk a lot about this. Um, But I still I just think it's interesting to think about definitely as an actor myself, but also in my own life. Okay, so let's get into the controversy, I guess. (laughs) Let's start with Darth Vader. He's portrayed as a really strong, decisive, and brutal, and powerful character. And no one wants to mess with him. He thinks through his actions and makes decisions, and these decisions always move his character and his agenda forward. He gets what he wants because he demands authority and control over his subjects. And we know his past as Anakin Skywalker and all the mistakes that he made and all the things that he had to struggle with to become who he is. And it's just a super deep character. And he's one of the most beloved villains of all time, probably. You know, like even my little children who had never seen Harry Potter, or sorry, who had never seen Star Wars are like, that guy in the black, he's really cool. (laughs) And then they, now they have seen um, some of the Star Wars shows. And it's just like, everyone gravitates to him. (laughs) But Kylo Ren, on the other hand, I think the actor did an amazing job at portraying um, so many things about Kylo Ren, but the character and the way it's written, he's portrayed as kind of a pitiful kid type character. When he doesn't get what he wants, he throws tantrums and he has no self-control. He's ridiculed in the movie and in real life. Like the way people talk about him, nobody really finds him scary or like a really strong antagonist. And like I said, I don't think that the actor did a bad job. It's just kind of how it was written. So now if you get Luke and you put him up against his antagonist, Darth Vader, you get someone who is much more powerful than him. He's super intimidating, Darth Vader, and he beats Luke several times. And Luke has to work really hard through the whole trilogy to be able to overcome Vader's superior powers. 
But Rey, on the other hand, has no problem with Kylo, her antagonist. He has been training for years. He's supposedly super powerful in the Force. He leads his own army. And the first time that they meet each other, I mean, you know, maybe she doesn't beat him exactly. Maybe she's not superior to him, but she's definitely at least his equal. And it's literally the first time she's ever used a lightsaber. And there's no reason for her or the audience to feel fear from him or intimidated by him. And this is where it gets really interesting, in my opinion. It makes it harder to build up Rey and her hero's journey and make her a truly amazing character, regardless of how well she's acting, right? Because she doesn't have a strong force opposing her throughout the show that shows her growth and that um, you know, demonstrates the struggle that she needs to face. It's like from the very beginning, he's not very strong against her. Everything seems too easy for her and it can make the story fall flat. So let's compare this to your life. I know it would be so nice if life were really like Ray's. No need to struggle getting everything right the first time, not having anybody too powerful fighting against you, Luke's journey seems too hard. But the amount of growth that Luke has over three movies is why audiences love him so much. Let's just pretend that the new trilogy um, didn't ruin Luke's character for a moment. I know it's a kind of a touchy subject for Star Wars fans. But just focusing on that original trilogy, again, he's just such an amazing superhero because of his transition from being a whiny kid to a powerful, thoughtful hero. And the lesson we learn from Luke is that it doesn't really matter who you are or where you came from. If you work really hard, face your mistakes, stand up to the challenge, you can grow and you can be more than you thought you could. You can overcome, you know, he's got this really strong foe that opposes him and he works to overcome that and that's amazing the lesson that we learn from ray is unfortunately that some people are so blessed with amazing abilities and everything works out well for them they're lucky to be who they are but that we are most likely not in that situation where everything's going to go super well. And you might say that that is true for some people or that's true in the world, that there are people like that. And you'd probably be right in some circumstances. There are people who rise through the ranks that never really deserve it. And even though it might be nice to be one of those people at first glance, if we're being honest, they're stunted in the amount of growth that they can actually have. When they encounter a difficulty, and they will encounter difficulty eventually, because that's just the way of the world, everyone gets to do it, they won't know how to deal with it because they never had to learn. And Henry David Thoreau said, quote, the path of least resistance leads to crooked, crooked rivers and crooked men. And that's the end of the quote. So maybe you don't have a supervillain chasing you, but what hard things are you choosing to stand up to in your life? Are you pushing yourself? Are you challenging yourself? Are you only doing the things you're good at and that feel easy to you? Are there any things you're avoiding because they seem too scary or too challenging? 
are you allowing yourself to participate in things where you can fail and hopefully even fail miserably? <laughs> are you putting yourself up against antagonists, people or situations, you know, not just um, specific villains, but are you putting yourself up against antagonists where you'll be tested, where you'll screw up, where you'll have to try again and again? Are you ever limiting yourself? Are you limiting yourself because of where you were born or how much money you have? Are you limiting yourself because of emotional struggles you're currently experiencing? Really, nothing comes that easy like it appears to Ray. And you are most likely not a genocidal maniac like Darth Vader. Like those two options, you know, are pretty rare. <laughs> Your choice in this matter in reality is more likely to be between whether you want to be Kylo Ren or whether you want to be Luke Skywalker. Like you can either become a victim to your circumstances, like Kylo, he, blame your teacher, blame your parents, blame the government, blame any number of things around you. Or you can take control, which is more like what Luke Skywalker learned to do. You can take control of the things you can control. Of course, we can't control everything. We know that's true, but we can control thoughts. We can control feelings. We can control our actions. Those are things that are our responsibility. And then we can let go of all the things that we cannot control. We cannot control other people. We cannot control how they feel and how they act. I know we all think that we can manipulate each other into doing all these things, but really it's our responsibility for ourselves and their responsibility for themselves. And we also cannot control what is happening in the current reality. So learning to take control of the things I can, letting go of the other things, that's a really powerful decision that you can make. And you are so powerful. You might not know it yet. You're capable of learning these things. I know it seems like a big deal to start to really manage your thoughts and really manage your feelings to become emotionally resilient. I know it feels like such a huge task, but isn't learning to sing a huge task? Isn't learning anything a huge task? But it's such an amazing journey and a process for you. And, you know, it is a process where you're going to go and get your butt kicked. You're going to make lots of mistakes. But I promise you that you can deal with all of those things. So what are you waiting for, you guys? Let's get started. Head on over to evandunn.com and sign up for a free sample session. I so look forward to meeting you. Let's begin the work and take your story into your hands. Not some story writer who's writing the story like a movie, but your hands. You get to write the, the story for your own character. You get to decide how to respond, how to act. In fact, you're responsible for these things. And I recently heard um, somebody say that it's not responsible, it's response-able, meaning that you are able to respond and that it's your responsibility to learn how to do that. You are able to respond. So go out, my hero. Go on your journey. Discover your potential. Just stop waiting in the wings. Go out and take the stage. In Boca Lupo. 
Thank you for listening to another episode of Take the Stage Opera Podcast. We love hearing from you, so please take a moment to subscribe to our podcast and give us a review. It helps us to continue delivering quality material. 